the Studio Cuts Podcast with Taylor with WRRV. This is the Studio Cuts Podcast. Hey, it's Taylor from 92.7, WRRV. And the Studio Cuts Podcast is where we interview artists that were featured on Sunday Studio Cuts, our new music show on WRRV. Today, we're talking with Carol's daughter. She's a new artist who made it big on SoundCloud and now has a major record label deal with a huge hit single out now. Her real name is Taya Taylor, and she lives at home with her parents, but currently she's staying out in Beverly Hills. So, Taya, what is it like out in Beverly Hills right now? There's not much to do. Um, but as far as COVID goes, it's actually funny. They were, um, because Temecula just did not shut down ever. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. So for us, we're over here in New York and we were like the epicenter of everything. We're pretty close to New York City. So it was shut down for a really long time. You're no stranger to hard times. You've been very open about your experiences with drugs and with rehab, but you came out on top after your last trip. What was that last stay in rehab like and what made you determined to get into music when you were out? I think the main thing that was so like effective about that place is just the fact that I stayed there a long time didn't get the chance to like like I, I just really sunk in it had been too long too many years in and out treatment and I was about to turn you know 18 and it just kind of felt like the right time did you create any music when you were in there yeah I wrote like I don't I don't know the exact number but probably like 130 songs just while I was there because um I mean there was nothing else I didn't have my phone obviously like internet access like, all my friends was just going into making music. Did that really shape the way that you created music and what you created? Yeah, I wrote a lot. Like, you can tell, um, kind of like, where I am in life, you know, looking at the, the content and stuff. I talk a lot about, you know, like, my experience with addiction and stuff. One interesting is, like, I sometimes would use, like, the N.A., um, big book as like a inspiration because that's like kind of the only books we had there (laughs) you've definitely had an interesting life um besides rehab you're one of 10 kids what was that like growing up i mean it kind of feels like there's separate families because like there's the older kids and then there's the middle kids and there's like the young you know what i mean yeah feel like her lived with because i just wasn't born yet um so it's, it's definitely interesting to have like the age gap of like 20 years, my sister, um, made it really like, I wanted to be unique, I wanted to stand out, nine other, I'm like being with, you know what I mean? Did you ever like really hate having that many siblings sometimes? I did sometimes, but I mean, I did it any other way, but I know it's really unusual. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely unusual. So I think it's so interesting for people to hear about that because they don't really get to experience it themselves, obviously. Unusual Mormon families. Um, Like, there's a lot of big Mormon families. That's like kind of a stereotype. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Your name, Carol's daughter, is to honor your mom. What made you decide to do that? I just, I, I mean, first, I just love my mom. Um, But I think the most amazing thing that has come out of me, you know doing music and like getting sober and just kind of becoming myself is I never thought I would have the relationship with my mom be myself and be proud of me um, but it's just cool to show that like things can change and like 
you know, my parents are really accepting now, and we have, like, a great relationship. And my mom is literally a hardworking person I know. I've never even heard her curse smoke a cigarette. She's never tried alcohol or, or caffeine anything. Like, and so we're kind of, like, really opposite, but it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, and I think that's really something that a lot of young people who identify with you and your music, I think that's really great for them to hear that there is a chance of having a good relationship with your mom, with your loved ones. So I think it's really important. And I think it's great that you do have that, too. Yeah. You have such a distinct look that a lot of people, your fans, obviously, but then just young girls in general, people on the internet really identify with. Is there anyone who gave you style inspiration or was it kind of something that you found on your own? I mean, the internet. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, honestly, like, it's um, just progressed to where it is now. Like, I've always had really interesting style, like, even when I was younger. I would just specifically go thrifting for, like, the ugliest, like, find, like, the ugliest grandma sweaters, and that, that was, like, my style for, like, a year. <laughs> I've just always kind of, like, stand out and not do what somebody else was doing. Um, and so now I'm, I just look like this now. So <laughs> Do you see yourself changing your style in the future, or you just kind of go with the flow, really? You know, I don't think ever not be some sort of, like, punk because I spent too much money on like the good brands and like the good clothes I <laughs> get my use out of that for at least like 20 years <laughs> so I don't this is changing anytime soon but I think that's a good way to look at it. And you're living the dream of so many artists right now. You've become a star from uploading your own music to SoundCloud, and now you have a major record deal. What was it like to get that kind of success so fast? It was really crazy. It was really crazy. But um, it's something that everyone else around freaking out, and they were like, oh my God, and like, but for me, it, this is what I've my life, and like I've always just met. I've always just really confident about like, oh, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna be famous. I'm gonna do this, and I've just always said that. So for it to happen, like yes, it happened super fast, and it's like such an amazing opportunity. But it, it did feel like right, not so like, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Would you have any advice for someone who's trying to take the same path that you did? I would say. If you have people around you that you can, and that you, you know, do your, and like, um, just protect your art. Your breakout hit, Violet, sounds super sweet, but the lyrics are anything but. What is this song about? Um, the song's about, like, I think it's about a lot of experiences. It's not a specific relationship or anything, but it's about just wanting to get a little revenge, but you're still, like, just super hurt. And, yeah. The music video for this song combines, like, gore and goth with this sweet lace and stuffed animals and this really interesting imagery. What was your favorite scene or setting to shoot in? Oh, my God. I Honestly, like, I love that video. And <laughs> the, whole, the whole experience was just so amazing. It just felt like a dream. Like, it was awesome. But I think my favorite would be, like, the bathtub. What was your favorite part about it? Well, it's inspired by artists. It's Junji Ito. He's like a horror, like anime, manga artist. Um, and so he has this 
picture of this girl on a bathtub, water slack, and there's floating head. The director knew that we liked that art and came up with the idea that we should like recreate it. So it just worked really cool. What can we expect from your upcoming album? It's set to be released this year. I have so many. I have so many I have to pick from, but I have um, two that I'm really crazy about. And it's, one's called Please Put Me in a Medically Induced Coma, and the other one's called Trash. And I'm just really excited because Please Put Me in a Induced Coma is kind of an older song, and like I wrote that for rehab, and to this day they still like it, and like even though I'm not even there, <laughs> it's a really close to my heart song. So I'm super excited to put that out. That's definitely going to be on the album. Do you have any plans or hopes to tour? Well, of course, when you're able to safely. I totally want to tour. I think it's going to be absolutely insane because, like, because of when this all happened, like COVID, it's going to feel like, like, beginning of COVID, nobody knew who I was. And then as soon as COVID's done, you know, maybe I'm going to tour. It's going to be like a whole new world. So that's going to be exciting, too. Is there one city that you really want to go to for when you're touring? I want to go to Berlin. I heard that nobody does, and that if you do, you're like the hero. (laughs) That's awesome. All right, my last question for you. If anyone were to go to your city, what is the one thing they have to do? Oh, God, go to Speedy Smoke Shop. Speedy Smoke Shop, all right. (laughs) I think that's the good advice. (laughs) Thank you so much for hanging out with the Studio Cuts podcast. Make sure to check out Carol's daughter's song, Violent, and look out for their album when it's released later this year. Thank you so much, Taya. Thank you. And don't forget to catch Sunday Studio Cuts, a new music show featuring all of the up-and-coming alternative music hosted by me every Sunday at 10 p.m. on 92.7-96.9 WRRV. Join us next week as we interview another up-and-coming alternative artist on the Studio Cuts podcast. 